Hi, I'm Tiffany Patlin, host of the Tiffany Talks Health and Wellness Podcast, where I discuss tools, tips, and techniques to heal your mind, body, and soul. I am on a godly mission to heal the world. Everybody, and thank you for joining me today for um, today's podcast, Podcast 40. Uh, those of you who have, you know, been watching and listening to this episode may know that I kind of went dark there for a minute. Um, and the reason for that is because I've been doing a whole brand new relaunch where Tiffany Talks, you know, is, well, what do I talk about? Well, I talk about mostly a lot of health and wellness. So I really wanted to tie that into my business, Tiffany Patlin Health and Wellness. So we now have Tiffany Talks Health and Wellness. And guess what we're going to talk about? (laughs) Mental health, physical health, which comes in two parts, nutrition as well as fitness and spiritual health. There is such a thing. It exists And I feel that a lot of us out there in the world would really benefit as a whole in every part of our lives if we would tap into our spiritual health. So that's what this episode is all about, breaking the chains of generational trauma. Now, I know this probably speaks to a lot of parents out there, especially mothers from my perspective, from what I've seen as moms specifically being a mother myself of three beautiful boys and experiencing a life of traumatic abuse in various forms, I know how important it is to not, to want to raise our children, my children, you know, I want to raise them the best that I can and I want to give them the best life. And what I don't want to do is I do not want to pass on any type of trauma, any type of behavior, any type of thoughts, any type of habits that I have because of the trauma that I experienced. I do not want to pass that on to my children. And, you know, I thought, oh, you know, I'm making good choices when my son Ashton was first born. I thought to myself, oh, you know, I'm doing such a great job. You know, I I didn't drink. I quit smoking cigarettes and doing any and all drugs when I found out I was pregnant. I stopped everything cold turkey. I'm doing amazing. Still going to school. I'm doing this and that. I'm doing so good. And sure, I was, but... The truth is, the reality is, I was still mentally ill and it came out. It came out in how I showed up in the world. It came out in how I acted at home, how I cleaned my home, how I, the relationships I had, how the friends that I had, how I spoke, how I thought. I mean, it infiltrates every part of your being. And the crazy part is we don't always realize it. We don't realize that we're being triggered from an an old suppressed emotion that we're feeling from an event that happened in our past. It's not happening now in the current moment, but what is happening in the current moment is we're re-experiencing that emotion from that traumatic event from the past. That's why my personal opinion and belief from everything I've seen is why a lot of people tend to what they call overreact. We see people, or especially in relationships, 
we think the other person is crazy. And a lot of times it's because they may be triggered and not even realize it. And they're reacting and they're coming from a place of pain that may not, you know, relate to what's currently happening in the current moment. Uh, so that's another reason why it's really, really important to, you know, process your trauma and release it. And I know a lot of people are scared. I've heard and seen, you know, text about um, how you're reliving your trauma and how it's so bad and and that you don't want to do that. And I can understand the thought process behind that. I mean, who wants to feel pain, right? I get that. But from my own personal experience and knowing a lot of other people that have gone through the same thing, what I've learned is that that's where all the answers are. The answers are in our past. There wouldn't be such a thing as a need for breaking generational trauma if there wasn't something to break. <laughs> you know, so like it exists, even though we don't realize that it exists, it's it's in there, it's within us, it's it's it part of our being. There's that famous saying to identify issues in your tissues because it does become a part of us mentally, physically, and spiritually, which is why I created this amazing tool of tears. What I did is I took a lot of little modalities that I experienced and dabbled in and, and went through that worked for me as well as many other people. And I basically put it together in a ritual. On top of that, I also wanted to include the five senses. So that was important for me to do. So that's what this is, the tool of TEARS. TEARS is an acronym, okay? And uh, T stands for timeline. And I will explain each of these in further detail. T is for a timeline. E is for emotional release. <clears throat> a is for affirm your truth. R is for reflection. And S is for self-care. And like I said, I will go into each of these more. First, I want to read to you a little excerpt uh, from Dr. William Frey. Emotional tears have special health benefits. Biochemist and tear expert Dr. William Frey at the Ramsey Medical Center in Minneapolis discovered that reflex tears are 98% water, whereas emotional tears contain stress hormones that get excreted from the body through crying. Wow. After studying the composition of tears, Dr. Frey found that emotional tears shed these hormones and other toxins that, that accumulate during stress. Additional studies also suggest that crying stimulates the production of endorphins, our body's natural painkiller and feel-good hormones. So maybe some of you are thinking, really? Crying? Really? Well, believe it or not, we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. We are all unique and different, but yet we're so much alike because we're all humans, right? We all bleed the same color. So there's something to be said about this. And I just encourage you to stick with me as I continue to explain this whole procedure. So now I'm going to share with you uh, the benefits of the five senses. Sight, smell, you know, sight, smell, sound, taste, and touch, touch. Uh, so sight, the visual impressions you take in have a surprisingly profound effect on your mind, body, and emotions. Smell, 
smell connects us directly with our memories, emotions, and instincts. When we smell something, we are actually absorbing some of its molecules, making aromatherapy a form of natural medicine. And if any of you are interested in aromatherapy, I encourage you to follow my page, Herbal Potions, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, because that is another business that I have where I, I talk about aromatherapy, spiritual health, as well as um, healing herbs. I share a lot about that. So moving on, sound. Every sound has a physiological effect. When you listen to a beautiful piece of music or inspirational words, a cascade of pleasure-producing chemicals course through your body, supporting health and wholeness. So it just keeps getting better and better. Taste. Each taste has a unique effect on our mind-body physiology. Serotonin is known to play a role in anxiety, depression, appetite, memory, and pain perception. Thus, eating foods that can increase serotonin levels in your body will help improve your mental state. Sour foods are one way to do so. And you'll see how I incorporated all these in, in the, throughout the ritual. And touch, touch, touching. Touch is fundamental to health and well-being. When your skin is stimulated by a loving touch or a massage, or maybe a hug, it releases many healing chemicals that enhance immune function, improve circulation, and promote restful sleep. Tell me we don't need all of that. <laughs> Amazing benefits that we can all benefit from. Okay, so I'm going to get right into it with the letter T. T, timeline of life. That's what I'm calling this. Creating a timeline of your life can help you identify suppressed emotions from past traumatic events in your life. This practice was designed for you to relieve yourself from memory triggers, PTSD nightmares, and flashbacks. Uh, so I just wanted to share, this is something that I did for myself when writing my book. Those of you that know, I'm the best-selling author of Unlocking Your Ability to Heal, which I'm actually currently editing to include the Tool of Tears and a few other things that I have learned along my healing journey. And I just have to share it with you. A lot of people have suggested that I uh, rewrite another book. Oh, but I am. <laughs> Except for this one, it's really important for me to do some edits and to include the Tool of Tears among, among other things. Uh, to do a second edition for everybody out there. I, I have my heart set on it. I'm so passionate about it and I'm so excited to do that. But in writing this book, because it shares my life story of overcoming a lifetime of abuse, what I had to do was create a timeline of my life. So when I wrote my book, I was what, 37, I'm now 40. So I needed to go back to the day that I was born, you know, and for those of you that know of generational trauma from your ancestors, you can go back as far as you need to. But just for sake of giving people a starting point, I say start from your birth. And you can always add, you know, from previous if that suits you, if that works for you. So start at zero from birth, the date, your year, and then go all the way to now, to where you're at now. And then just start thinking from as far back as you can remember and just start putting a year or an age or something as close as you can get it and just start writing down memories, things that pop up into your head. And what you may notice by doing that is that you might start seeing or feeling, you might start feeling like, let's just say you have a piece of paper, you're seeing visually, you're seeing it, you're writing it, you're writing it out. 
And if you start writing an event and you start remembering and you start noticing that emotions are coming up for you, that my friend is a clue that you still have suppressed emotions from that experience in your life and you would benefit from releasing those. So here I share for you to gather your materials. You'll need something to draw on like a piece of paper or some people get a poster board. I've been in um, self-improvement groups where they get like big, large pieces of paper and markers and you could like do this whole creative thing. It's really whatever works for you. There's really no wrong way to do it. So if you want to be elaborate, you go for it. If you want to do it on a piece of paper with a pencil, you do that. It Do what works for you. That's what's most important throughout this whole thing. Uh, then you'll need something to write with. You can do so something as simple as a pencil. Yeah, some up. Oh, yeah. So the whole point about doing color pencils or markers or something really gorgeous and beautiful is because some people opt to save it. So if it looks really pretty and you have it all done up, it might even be worthy enough to hang up in your wall or your war room or, uh, you know, your little boutique area in your bathroom or your closet, wherever you get ready, wherever you have your inspirational stuff. You know, some people could do that. Then you want to prepare your space. And this is important. Our environment matters on, based on what you're doing. Our environment matters. You can do this in the privacy of your home, in a bedroom, outside, or you can travel to your favorite place like a cabin or someplace that has great meaning to you. Ensure this place is of peace. Set up calm, high vibrational music, and you can also diffuse a calming essential oil. Lavender is always my go-to, but uh, chamomile is another really good um, calming oil as well. Then you just start creating your timeline. Draw a line that will represent your life, and it can be left to right. Some people like to do up and down. Um, some people have done it in a circle. I did it in a heart before. I went and I did, drew a heart, and that's when I was born. Then I drew another heart and another heart and another heart. And in each layer, I wrote things that happened to me. And what was really cool about how I drew that is healing comes in layers. So you could see the physical layers. It was really cool. So be creative. Do what works for you. So as I mentioned, you start from your birth all the way to your present and you write all the memories down in chronological order to the best of your ability because that's really important and I'll share why. So again, those of you that know my story, I, I don't think you guys can see, but I had started cutting myself. I have some more over here. Can't really see that well. I had started cutting my, I thought, let me rephrase that. I thought I had started cutting myself after the first time I was incestuously raped by my 23 year old cousin, but I was wrong. And the only way I figured that out was by creating a timeline of my life, my life. And what I discovered is that I started cutting myself prior to that when I was 11, when my mother kicked me out of the apartment and I hopped a wall and was on a deserted land plot of land. And there was a ton of broken beer bottles all over the ground. And I was so angry, you know, I'm in Vegas, the sun's shining, you know, I had just woken up and I don't even remember what happened that was worth my mother thinking I deserved to be kicked out of the apartment, but being embarrassed, I wanted to hide over there. And I'm just sitting there moping around, wandering, staring at all this broken glass. So I opted to pick up a piece and start cutting myself. And that's when I carved in my arm, I hate mom. 
And that just goes to show that I was experiencing neglect from my mother. I wasn't getting what I needed from my mother. And I did not know that at that time. I was young. I'm not meant to know or understand that. Um, and unfortunately, my mother didn't realize that either. I would like to think if she had, she would have been there for me more. But you know what? With healing, I have wrapped my childhood and nothing but love and gratitude for lessons learned. And I'll point that out here in the ritual. Um, reflection is a really important piece. And it's what allowed me to be able to look at my mother and forgive her and understand that she too was a victim in her life. And what trauma is she carrying? What generational trauma did my grandmother pass on to her? You see, so it's almost like it's never ending. It repeats itself until one day, Someone like you, who's watching, who's listening, stands up and says, you know what? It stops with me. I may not know every single little thing I have to do, but I'm going to make the choice right here and right now to break the chains of generational trauma because I know that my children deserve the very, very best. And the only way to give them that is by purging all of that stuff that I'm carrying within me so I do not transfer it to my children. And I have faith in every single one of you. You can do this. I created this tool of tears specifically for you. So now let's get into E. So now that you've identified traumatic experiences in your life that you may still have emotions coming up for you, the next step is to do an emotional release. Now, I don't recommend doing it for every single thing that you notice. Do this ritual for one event at a time on your timeline. So you do your timeline and then you write down all these memories. Maybe you have four or five memories that you notice are bringing up emotions. Okay. So when it comes to the next step, emotional release, choose one of those memories and then start this process. So I'll read this to you. Um, the emotional release, uh, it's for smell and sound. And now that you have identified a memory of suppressed emotions from your timeline, it's time to release them in a holistic way that is safe for you and doesn't harm others. That's what's key. So you gather your materials. Again, you can use a piece of paper, an, a journal, and a pen or pencil. You can use your phone, your computer. Use what resonates with you. We're all different. And that's perfectly fine. And then same thing, you want to prepare your space. And it depends on what you feel you need to do. So you could do this in the same setting you use to create your timeline, which is an environment of peace. But if you experienced anger as one of your emotions, you may want to have some pillows ready to scream into. Or maybe you decided to go out to your cabin so you could scream as loud as you want to without somebody calling the cops thinking you're being, you know, hurt. <laughs> so uh, you may want to have some pillows ready to scream into. Maybe you have uh, or you can scream and punch them. Maybe you have a punching bag. Maybe you just want to run as far as you can until you can't run no more. And you're just getting all that stuff out of your system and you're crying and you're angry. I did that before on a treadmill and I didn't realize that I was actually healing myself, but I was. And, and get this. I mean, I don't listen to this type of music now because of the low vibrations and everything I've learned. But back then, um, what I did was I opted to play the song Into the Night by Disturbed because I was very disturbed at that time in my life. And I opted to um, do intervals 
which is where you run as fast as you can. You know, I would do it for a full minute. I would run as fast as I can listening to that song and I would be crying and I would be angry thinking about all those freaking men out there that sexually abused me, that raped me, that molested me, that, that, that forcefully impregnated me. I thought of all of it and I would just run and run as it was almost as if the sweat coming off of me was like the trauma. It, it's crazy to think about. I know, but that's how, what it felt like for me. Um, so running, Oh, even maybe even weightlifting, you know, all of that. There's something to be said about all of that. So you really got to choose something that resonates with you as a unique individual. But the only thing I ask is that you make sure it does not hurt you or hurt somebody else. So if you choose to write, you can sit comfortably and start writing or typing out everything you could think of this from this painful memory. It could be you writing to this person that hurt you. You can don't even think about what they're going to think, how they're going to feel, what they're going to say, because you are not sending this to them. Do not send this to them. I'm asking you to please do not send this to them. That's not what this is. We're working on you. It has nothing to do with anybody else. This is for you. So you sit there and if you feel the need to write as if you're speaking to this person, then you do just that. If you want to write other thoughts that you think and that you feel, your, your thoughts, your emotions, whatever that is, you just purge it. You let it out. You let it all out. If you're crying and you have to get up and take a break, you do that. But let yourself feel. We were meant to feel our emotions. Don't numb yourself out. That's how we get sicker. We need to feel. It's called honoring your emotions. Honor them feel them, cry, scream, do what you need to do to honor your emotions, feel them so you can let them go. And like I said, write it out, just write it out. Your grammar doesn't matter. Paragraphs don't matter. Just write it. Um, and like I mentioned, um, well, never mind. So I got Okay, we'll just move on. So uh, the next thing is that I encourage you to do is if you chose to write this out, you can read it out loud. This is important to do. It's important to read this out loud. Don't worry about how short it is or how long it is. Remember, you can't go wrong here as long as you're not you're being on, um, being safe. So you can choose to do this in a group. You can invite God to join you in the privacy of your own home or maybe that beautiful cabin that you drove out to. You can um, have a group of people that support you, family. But what I encourage you to do is make sure it's somebody that supports you, not somebody that brings you down, not somebody that verbally abuses you, not somebody who thinks that healing is blah, blah, whatever. It has to be somebody that is going to support you, that understands. And if you feel like you have nobody, don't forget your creator is there. All you have to do is invite him in. And if you're in a position where you do not feel comfortable doing that right now, that is okay. We all have a journey and there's reasons for it all. Okay. So no judgment to anybody out there. And I am always here for you. I want you to know that if you feel you're not ready to talk to God, if you feel like you are alone, if you feel like you don't have anybody around you to support you, I'm here for you. And all you have to do is schedule a complimentary call on my website. You can do that through my website. It's actually down in the description in the, the little ticker right here. Um, and I'd be happy, happy to sit there without judgment 
support, a sounding board to just be there with you and feel with you. I'll even cry with you. I'll do whatever I need to do to support you. So I want you to know that. So after you read this out loud, you may be crying. Let yourself feel. You may be feeling angry. You may be feeling those emotions and that's okay. Get it out. Read it out loud. And then you can rip up what you wrote or you can opt to burn it safely. Do what resonates with you and you can repeat the following or something to the same effect. I declare that I am no longer attached to the emotions from this life experience. And you can go on to say a lot more. Maybe there's more that's coming through for you and you just want to get it out. Then you go for it. You do that. So now we're going to move on to A. A is affirm your truth. And the senses that this touches is sight, smell, and sound. So again, you gather your materials, um, phone, computer, paper, journal, whatever resonates with you. Uh, play that high vibrational music, instrumental music, the calming essential oils, and you want a mirror. Make sure you have a mirror. So you prepare your space. Again, you can use the same setting, that peaceful setting in your timeline, um, the vibrational music, all that good stuff. Create your beautiful space. And then you want to create your very own affirmations. And the reason why this is very important is because when we experience a traumatic event, we also adopt the lies of those circumstances. We start to believe that we're not important, that we're all we deserve is all the crap that we receive, that we can never reach those things. You know, that we were, I believed that I was born to be sexually abused. I truly believed that I wore that as my identity and I became a very promiscuous drunk of a woman that would just go out there. Cause I truly believed that that's what I was born. That's why I was born. And why did I believe that? because of all of the circumstances in my past that led me to believe that, but it was a lie. It was a lie, man. It was a lie. And I'm so glad that I acknowledged it and I was able to release myself from it. I'm so grateful to not be living in that moment anymore. So this is why once you pick that traumatic event, you identify those emotions, you release them, then you could start rebuilding yourself back up to affirm your truth. And the truth is, Here's some examples. I am strong. I am independent. I am healed. I am whole. I am happy. Those of you that are for God, I am a child of God. I am his most precious daughter. Say whatever resonates with you. Let it be the truth of who you really are. You may also include biblical scriptures as well. That can be very, very powerful for those believers out there. So then you want to stand, you want to affirm your truth. So first you're creating those affirmations and now you want to affirm your truth. Stand in front of a mirror. Some people have done where they do like that shadow child work and they have you get like an image of your, a photo of yourself. If you want to do that, by all means do that. But I'm recommending to do this in the mirror for you right here, right now, because it's current. And I want you to look deep into your eyes. And that's when I want you to recite your affirmations, believe them, embody them, look into your eyes, into your soul and talk to yourself, your mind, your body, and your soul, and remind yourself of the truth of who you are, not the identity that you took on because of the trauma you experienced from some other person's poor choice. No, that's not the truth of who you are. 
you know the truth of who you are. And that's what you're going to do here. And again, if you need help with this, I'm here for you. Okay. So it's really important for you to do this. Stand in that mirror and share it. Talk to yourself. Affirm that truth. And if you cry, cry. If you want to, hug yourself. I'm not kidding. You might think it's silly and stupid. That's okay. Do it anyway. Hug yourself. Hug yourself. Love yourself. Nurture yourself. Care for yourself. Be the love you may have never received. So now we'll move on to R. Reflect on gratitude and forgiveness. Scientists who have studied written gratitude interventions, such as gratitude letters or journals, have found benefits for an individual's mental health and well-being. Gratitude practices are also, also appear to help you feel more satisfied in life and can boost your self-esteem. We all need that, don't we? <laughs> Same thing. Gather your materials, whatever you need to write with that you feel that resonates with you, the music, the essential oils, and a mirror. Prepare your space the way you want it. And then you start writing out something to this effect. I am grateful for the lessons I learned from this experience and list them out. For example, I'm grateful I learned how important it is to protect my children and teach them to have a voice. And then you would recite what you wrote in the mirror to yourself. Very similar to the gratitude, I mean, the um, affirmations that you wrote for yourself previously. And then after that, you want to declare forgiveness. Understand that hurt people hurt other people. They make poor choices. But you, you as an individual can choose to take back that power and release them from your life by declaring forgiveness. I know that there's a lot of people out there that just feel like what they did to us is so horrific that you could never, ever forgive. Believe me, I've been there. I understand. I do. I do. I do. I do. I even used, I was the one that was saying, Lord God, if you exist, why in the world did you let all this stuff to happen to me? I did all of that. And I am now in a new place because of so much healing work I've done. Just so many things. Again, this is why I'm sharing this with you. I have the passion to help you. I want you to feel what I feel. I want you to feel freedom. I want you to feel free. I want you to feel at peace, happy and whole, all the things. So you can choose to take back your power by expressing forgiveness and saying it out loud. I forgive you and I release you. You can also choose to meditate and imagine yourself in God's throne room. People have done this with me and I love it. And you can imagine yourself leading the person who hurt you and have putting them right there in front of God at his feet and surrendering all of that to him. And you can even say that out loud. Heavenly Father, I surrender these people to you. I declare they no longer have any negative attachments to my life, my thoughts, my feelings, no flashbacks, no triggers. Say what resonates with you and just declare it. If you believe it, you can achieve it. So now we're down to S, the self-care. The senses are sight, smell, sound, taste, and touch. I included them all in this one. Self-care is how you take your power back. Forgiveness of self is essential in reducing of the effects of depression on suicidality. <laughs> Funny word. Well, not really. I meant how I pronounced it. Um, so for your mental health, there's the self-forgiveness piece. Sight, sound, and smell. In the mirror. Look deep into your eyes and state self-forgiveness. For example, 
I forgive you for making choices based on the pain and hurt and confusion you experienced at the time. You are not at fault. You are not a victim. You are free. I encourage you to recite that to yourself in the mirror. Self-forgiveness is important. Like I said, when I mentioned about that identity I took on and how I became a very promiscuous woman, that was a poor choice on my part. I shouldn't have done that, but I did it because of what I took on that victim mentality that that's what I was good. That's all I was good for. But it was a lie. It was a lie. And based off those lies, I made poor choices that further hurt me. So I had to forgive myself for that. And the, it was easy because I understood that things happened to me that were not my fault. And it was somebody else's choice. And God did not allow those bad things to happen to me. That's not what happened at all. So then we move on to spiritual health, self-love, sight, sound, and touch. Recite to yourself in the mirror. This is the Ho'oponopono prayer, by the way. I'm sorry. I forgive you. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> when I first did that, oh, I give, yeah. when I first did that, I, I, I was crying. Like it was like, oh, you know, be the love you never received. And then hug yourself. Like I said before, give yourself a hug. You can imagine God, Jesus, or someone else hugging you too. All you do, I just close your eyes and just imagine, you know. Now let's move on to physical health, fitness, sight and sound. Emotions are energy in motion. To ensure you have allowed them to flow freely and completely through you, indulge in a fitness exercise. Some people like dancing. Some people like walking. Some like running. Some like swimming. Do what resonates with you as that beautiful, unique individual that you are. And listen to high vibrational music or listen to nature. <laughs> then we move on to our nutritional health. Um, physical health in general is fitness and nutrition. I just wanted to separate it here and you'll see why, uh, for nutritional health hydrate. It's a hydrating detox recipe that focuses on the taste piece. This is what I was telling you before when it suggested sour foods. Um, I created this for you to choose a hydrating detox recipe below with ingredients that support your mental health. And I created three different ones to include something sour for you. And the reason why I created three different ones to choose from is some people might not like that fruit or they might like not like the herb that's in this one thing, or they might be allergic. So I wanted to make a variety to be accessible for all people. So what I have is number one is a raspberry mint and pink Himalayan salt detox drink. The other one is orange basil and aloe vera. And the third one is lemon, lavender, and chia seeds. You fill a glass or pitcher with your ingredients, a third full, add ice, then fill with good water and allow it to steep for 15 minutes, and then you just enjoy it. You know, if you were to handle that, create that before you went on your walk, on your physical walk or your swimming or whatever physical exercise you're planning to do, when you came back, that would be ready for you because it would have been steeping for 15 minutes, if not longer, depending on how long you take. And you can come back and relax and enjoy that and probably take a nap and just be gentle with yourself. And I guarantee you the next day you will feel different. And I can't wait to hear all about it. I'm so excited for all of you out there that are listening, that are watching, that are planning to use this. This tool of tears is my gift to you, to the world. And you can get it. It says down below, you can get it by visiting my website where is it right there at tiffanypatlin.com. 
Um, provide your email for me so I can send you additional things. Um, you can get that PDF document. You can download it and print it, share it with your loved ones. It's my gift to the world to help people, mothers, parents, people all over the world to break the chains of generational trauma. So that's it for me, everybody. I'm sending you all so much love and light and I'm praying for the world. And if you just want to connect with me and talk with me about anything that's ailing you, if you have questions, concerns, anything at all, you are more than welcome to schedule a complimentary session with me. Um, same place by visiting tiffanypatlin.com. And yeah, that's it for me, guys. Sending you love and light. Bye.